1: Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today we're going to be discussing the back and forth between Revealing Truth and Ruslan KD on the fact that Ruslan KD is choosing to partner with Joel Osteen, Bill Johnson, and several other problematic figures in what looks to be a giant scam. So don't forget to like the video and also subscribe to the channel as we dive on in to Ruslan Uh, Trying to explain himself, but before we do that, let's just get a quick rundown of what this event is. I mean, uh, you can't see the URL, but the URL looks really shady, but this is called the 31 Day Wisdom Challenge. It features uh, Bill Johnson, Christine Kane... And, uh, Joel Osteen, uh, and, uh, Bill Johnson's right-hand man, Chris Vellantin, is somewhere in here. Uh, there he is. So, a lot of shady characters. Some people just so out of my own personal swim lane and evangelicalism that I don't even know who they are. But here you see Ruslan is one of the figures. And I first saw this story on Protestia. And now I'm looking at the back and forth between uh, Ruslan and Revealing Truth. So we're going to watch Ruslan's defense video where he talks about what uh, Revealing Truth said. And I'm not super familiar with Revealing Truth. Nothing against them. Uh, And I don't mean that in disrespect. I'm just not. I'm more familiar with Ruslan just because he comes up more because he's not super theologically conservative. And that shows up a lot more. And, you know, my own personal YouTube adventuring, I don't necessarily watch that much uh, like content. Um, so with that said, we're going to dive on here. Uh, this is at the 126 uh, mark on the video that Ruslan and Katie just put up. Allure.
2: Okay, no, in all seriousness, there's a video that came out about me today, which I I found hilarious. NAR is the New Apostolic Reformation. This is the second time I've been accused of being affiliated with with these folks. I don't know who they are, uh, but, you know, Dr. Michael Brown's been accused of being affiliated with them. I'm a big fan of Dr. Michael Brown, and so I I think I'm in good company if uh, these folks are coming after me now. There's a video that came out, and it's literally called Ruslan and Joel Osteen Team Up with the new apostolic reformation. <laughs> this is a real video, all right? This is a real video. And I, I'm an open book, man. I'm an open book. The best part about this is that I found out about most of this through a DM. Somebody sent me, let me read you guys the DM first before I play you guys a video. What's up with you being featured on the same page? I don't know if this is really the tone, but this is how, it, how, this is how I read it in my mind. What's up with you being featured on the same page as many people as many people what's up with you being featured on the same page as many people and false teachers you previously called out it's called the wisdom challenge believe the best about you appreciate you just curious to see you respond to this as it seems kind of opposite of what you've been saying to be part of the nar much love That's a dm i woke up to this morning and i'm like what are you talking about i didn't even know what they were talking about sure enough you sent me a video i was caught with my hand in the cookie jar trying to get the lakewood bag no, you should be confused, because I was confused this morning. Let me play you guys the video, and then we'll, we'll address it all one by one, okay? So here's the video. This is from uh, a YouTube channel called Revealing Truth Respectfully. V- never, never heard of this gentleman in my life. Um, he has a relatively big size channel. Uh, yeah, I figured. I figured it'd be
1: fun. I'll he has two hundred hey, and fifty thousand uh, well. subs. Ruth As you see, the twenty twenty
3: three Wisdom Challenge so, is about to begin. About five times the clear. size. You are not going to gain wisdom from listening to a bunch of false teachers. And who determined this challenge was worth almost a thousand dollars? You can learn from infamous false teacher Bill Johnson, or
2: who I've been very critical of.
1: Then why are you associating with him?
2: And I will continue being very critical of. Uh So let's keep going. Christine
3: Kane or how about Kristen heavenly Kane. tourist Heidi Baker
2: I don't I've never listened to Christian Kane or Heavenly Baker in my life I don't know who these people but travels
3: are travels to heaven often and can't even keep her story about the body parts room in heaven consistent Or
2: there's a there is a body parts room in heaven okay didn't know that How
3: about Brian Simmons who single-handedly wrote the passion mistranslation of the Bible because Jesus visited him and told him to do that
2: Uh I got multiple I got one video specifically with me and Pastor Mike Signorelli uh saying that the Passion Translation is trash.
0: So, there's that. Okay, but no, it gets better. Like,
3: this is a group of lying deceivers. And hey, even prosperity preacher Joel Osteen is joining the Nar crowd now to inject a different kind of deception into the mix.
2: Joel, good old smiley Joe. I just made a video about Joel coming after Christian YouTubers.
3: All right, let's keep going. Or how about false prophet and master storyteller Chris Vallotton?
2: Talked about Chris Valaton with the false... Tr- Trump prophecies and his uh, his uh, prediction of uh, Trump becoming president. We talked about him on Get the channel. personal
3: visits from Jesus while in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't know that. That's pretty funny actually. That's the just false pretty sad.
3: prophecy, head shaking Stacy Campbell. I never heard of him Here's again. a shocker.
2: Never Russell is teaming up with them now. Okay, no, 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 now, now, now. Now. Now, first of all, you got to you got to pronounce my name right, okay? We literally have a drop to train goobers like this to pronounce my name right here's here here it is for you again say it say it with the drop you guys ready
1: bruce lawn
2: so he he butchers my name multiple times in this video and attempting to expose me he can't even expose how to accurately say my name but uh let's keep going he's flown not
3: under a the radar legitimate radar a criticism and influence
2: <laughs> he's flown under the radar he's brother i have two hundred fifty thousand subscribers i guess that's flying under the radar but okay this is a
3: quarter of a million people this guy is a full-on hypocrite <laughs> because he's called out Joel Osteen on several occasions in the past.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have. Yup. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keep going.
3: And now he's actually teaming up with him. And let's get 100 here for a sec.
2: Let's get 100 here for a sec. <laughs>
3: Rustlin is a longtime buddy with... Would
2: you please <laughs> pronounce my name correctly? Okay? Please pronounce my name correctly.
3: Rustlin, Alan Parr as well. Yet Alan Parr made a video saying not to follow Discernment Ministries. What about Rustlin, Alan? And now that you're,
2: what about Rustlin, Alan? Wait, up with these Alan Parr coaches. did that. Hold on. So is is he calling me? I might have to do I'm a video a on that. As a Discernment Ministry, or like I'm I'm confused by this point. Parr, as
3: several occasions in the past.
2: Yeah, I've made well over fifteen hundred videos. I made maybe three or four about Joel Osteen. At the maybe maybe three. So is he saying I'm a I'm a discernment ministry now, and that Alan is a hypocrite for partnering with him. For me, I'm I'm so confused. Okay, so there's I think two, three, three Joel Osteen videos, maybe four Furtick videos, five verdict videos. So, so let me. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this. Property.
3: And now he's actually teaming up with him. And let's get one.
2: I'm teaming up with Joel Osteen, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fair. We made it. That is a fair criticism. Now.
3: All right. here for a sec. Ruslan is a longtime buddy with Alan Parr as well. Yet Alan Parr made a video saying not to follow Discernment Ministries. What so about Ruslan, And now that your buddy <laughs> is teaming up with these false teachers, how is that going to affect your relationship? This program is endorsed by three false prophets as well. Chris Ballaton, Sean Boltz, and Lana Vosser. And the person running this is multi-millionaire Pedro Adeo. And as we've said before, birds of a feather, my friends.
2: The first thing that this is, this is doing, and be careful with Discernment Ministries, I think they do a really bad job of this. Not all of them. But it's the guilty by association fallacy, okay? This is something that is, is very prevalent. And it's sad when it starts going after guys like, I don't know, a Francis Chan, because Francis Chan is friendly with so-and-so, therefore Francis Chan is bad. Guilty association fallacy occurs when someone...
1: Now, I think Francis Chan's a false teacher, personally, but that's based on evidence beyond just association. Now, evangelical dark web does do a lot of assessments of potential false... T- potentially false teachers. I'm currently working on a researching Tony Evans and believe me, I don't need to use his associations to, to draw conclusions other than the main association. That is his own daughter, Priscilla Schreier, who is definitely a false teacher. So there are, there is a degree in which guilty by association is correct. Like for instance, uh, John MacArthur h- hanging out with uh, Ligon Duncan and John Piper is not indicative of John MacArthur being a false teacher. Or not. It's not. That's a guilty by association fallacy. However, Chris Vallotton, uh being hitched onto Bill Johnson is indicative that he is a false teacher. Because that is a that is someone hitching their wagon to a false teacher not merely a guilty by association thing. However, uh, if you were to go to, say, the Passion Conference and be a speaker at the Passion Conference, that should raise a lot of red flags because Louis Giglio is a notorious sellout. And again, when I wrote about him being a false teacher, I didn't need to rely on his associations with people. So if a discernment ministry is only relying on associations with other false teachers, that is a bad discernment ministry. That is a that is bad research. You need to go beyond guilty by association. I think guilt by association can raise a couple red flags, but it can't be decisive unless it's enough of a I'm hitching a wagon to a false teacher in order to make a career out of myself, Chris Velatin style. Or like a number of those Hillsong preachers who have uh, come up through a false ministry. They've hitched their ride to a false ministry. There's a difference there. So, uh, Ruslan's right in a generic sense, but other than a lot of websites who do very loosey-goosey on guilt by association, who is a major player in Discernment that's doing this?
2: Someone connects an opponent to a demonized group of people or to a bad person in order to discredit his or her argument. The idea is that the person is guilty by simply being similar to this bad group and therefore should not be listened um, to about anything, this is literally the crux of this video, is that I am therefore bad, therefore disqualified, therefore fill in the blank. Here's the thing that, that 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 that's significant. I know Pedro personally. I've known Pedro for a little over a year and a half, two years. I've hung out with Pedro, been to his house multiple times. I was in a prayer group with with Pedro. Sometimes he still pops in. We do this virtual prayer group. And so Pedro is Pedro's someone I have relationship with. Pedro is a great guy. Pedro loves Jesus. Now, does Pedro have some prosperity leanings? Sure, as most Christians who are multimillionaires tend to, in hindsight, look at the prosperity in their life and be like, oh, God did that. Now, I've never heard of any of these people. I didn't know what the.
1: That's not the same as the prosperity gospel. Just to be clear, the prosperity gospel believes that part of Christ's work in both life and on the cross ensures that we will, as believers, become wealthy and healthy here on earth. That's the prosperity gospel. Just so we're clear, does following biblical principles lead to prosperity? Yes. Does God give good things? Yes. But is the work of Christ on the cross the means in which God gives us wealth and good health? No. And believers are not entitled to health or wealth. They're not entitled to these things. It's not a promise of the cross that's the mistake of the prospe- uh, of the prosperity gospel and i'm not sure every uh christian millionaire believes that but he did at least in that little sentence there poorly summarize what makes them lean prosperity gospel
2: lineup was i didn't know anything about this thing pedro asked me to be a part of it i said yes pedro's my friend if i'm friends with pedro Pedro asks me to participate in this virtual online challenge, which by the way is free. Second of all, I'm not getting compensated for it. Third of all, I didn't know any of the lineup. Therefore I am now, what? A false teacher, oh, a wolf and sheep. And so so that's, that's the breakdown of it. One, I'm friends with a specific person who asked me to do a specific thing. I don't know anything about it. I literally didn't know the lineup. I didn't ask, I didn't care because Pedro does this every year and uh, I've heard some good things about it. And so I was like, yeah, I'm down to do it. The flip side of this is this. If I am consistent towards a Joel Osteen or or a Phil Johnson, if I am consistent towards those guys and them being an error, wouldn't you want me in those circles and at least present the full gospel? Think through this with me for a second. If I am speaking on a same virtual event or even an in-person event, wouldn't you want me at those at, in those circles, no. we're going to talk about the full gospel. We're going to talk about suffering. We're going to talk about—wouldn't that be a win? I'm, I'm just—I'm I'm asking. Some of you guys would be like, no, stay away. Don't do—I personally see it as an opportunity. And so it's been no secret of the circles that I'm in. I'm friends with Pastor Mike Signorelli. I go to a charismatic church. I like Francis Chan. I just—I am friends with a lot of mega church pastors. Okay? So one, this is a guilty by association fallacy. I don't even know these guys. Right. But because I'm on the same virtual event as these guys, which I didn't know about. I'm, I'm like, wow, I didn't think he'd be able to pull off having Joel Osteen at this virtual event. That's pretty impressive. Now, that doesn't mean that if I do something with them, that then therefore everything I do or have done done up to this point is is discarded. But if that's how you feel. Cool, man. Good riddance like bounce. I enjoy having a nice cleansing do you think it would be wise to see who is associated with it no i don't think it would necessarily be wise for me to hey hey pedro who's an amazing human that i have a relationship with i need a full list of everyone you're going to have on it and then i have to go do the recognizance work of everything every person has ever said about this thing that's the expectation i don't even keep up with all these guys i don't even know 90 percent of these names i gotta ask for a list of 30 people i have to go and research every single person i then have to go and research everything they've ever said that's the standard do you think that's realistic you think that's practical? You think anyone has ever done that in the history of ever doing any sort of event? I'm I'm genuinely I'm asking a question
1: here. Why do you accept going to participating in an event without full you know, with so little information? That's a huge lack of wisdom. But we've seen on several occasions that people back out of events. When they find out who else is at this event and they don't want to associate with that person. We see this all the time in, you know, in the big Eva sphere and discernment ministry. If you're around long enough, you report on these things. You know, I remember last year I reported that David Platt was doing a conference with all these pro homo people. Now, David Platt would eventually back out of said conference undisclosed reason as to why or maybe it was like a scheduling conflict or something other pretense, but we know that because, you know, that conf- that much work was done and exposed that, you know, David Platt, and then backs out of said conference, there is prima facie evidence that the association was bad enough for David Platt to back out. Now, uh, there are other instances where we see this that is more tangibly proven, but I'm just using an example from my own, like, reporting and stuff like that. Ruslan Katie had every opportunity to look further into this event that he's participating in and say, nah, man, I'm going to back out that I'm not trying to associate with these people. And lastly, I do want to point to a Bible verse because, you know, this is a Christian channel, obviously. So uh, let's point to uh, Ephesians 15 or, sorry, Ephesians 5.11. Let's not t- get dyslexic here. Uh, Do not participate with the in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. That's the NAS of 95 version. Instead, expose them. Do not participate with them. Do not fellowship with them. Expose them instead. That is what Ruslan KD should be doing. That is what he should be doing here. And it's frustrating to see him run a, f- a front of that Bible passage.
2: This guy, who we know is solid on the gospel, is going to go and preach the gospel. And even if I knew Joel Osteen would be there, I would still pull up. How about that? I'd still pull up just to bring some balance to the conversation. And see, this is why a lot of these discernment guys never That's get not invited to anything. how that works. Because they're so busy spending all their time consuming all these people who i've never heard of in my life and psychoanalyzing everything anyone has ever said and excusing and dismissing everyone except them and their little circle of who is has proper theology it sounds very elitist to me it sounds like there's only a very 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 specific remnant of people that are correct and it's usually the people that are in their local church and that's the only way this is the this, this is the tricky part about guilty by association about need. having relationships with people you disagree with because some of you guys think you have to agree with everything someone believes. No, 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 no. Is Pedro solid on the gospel, yes or no? Yes, he is solid on the gospel. Cool. There are specific people that were like, yeah, no, that's a, right? Or like people of other faiths, people of other traditions, right? People of like comp- actual false teachers, right? Unity, and essentials, liberty, and the non-essentials, and in all things clarity, and in all things charity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I think Mike Winger, in my opinion, I've always said this should be the archetype for all discernment ministries. Um, because of the way he handles these things. Because he doesn't no. do a three-minute video like that. Absolutely like gotcha. not. <laughs> um, when Mike Winger does stuff like this,
1: Absolutely he tends to be not. very charitable. And specifically with questionable people. Specifically with question. Mike Winger wouldn't even call out some of these people. That's how bad Mike Winger is at this. He wouldn't even call out these people. And I remember doing the live stream on Mike Winger versus Tim Hurd versus... Doctrinal watchdog. He's a sub here at Evangelical Dark Web, uh, just to give a shout out. And he was wrong on that issue. He's not the standard for discernment ministry. You know why Ruslan has 250,000 subs? It, it's because he's going along to get along. It's because he's doing events like this. That's how you get that high that quickly. And, you know, he also has like the hip hop music background and stuff as well that's a major factor but you look at a lot of these very large uh, channels you know uh, Cameron Bertuzzi uh, Alan Parr who was brought up earlier in this video they go along they get along and they make careers out of this that's why But we're not here for the impact, or we're not here for the career aspect. I mean, I'd like to make a living doing this. I don't take any salary or any money off the top. So if you want to support Evangelical Dark Web, all the money goes right towards this, right towards this mission. And you know, because I, I I can make it in the private sector, and I have a pretty good job, day job, and. We're not doing this for the money. We're not doing this for the clout. We're not doing this to run in big Eva circles. We are doing this for the impact. And you can see, you know, we can, I have, you know, we have uh, tangible outcomes that discernment ministries like this, like uh, John Harris, uh, like Protestia, like the center uh, and capstone report. There's tangible W's that we have from the work that we've done tangible. So R- Ruslan just gets the whole picture wrong. He, he He's focused on whether you should grow a ministry or not and how much you should limit your circle. And yeah, some people are like that. I, I try to branch out. Uh, you know, I'm not tr- exclusively only to reform people or, uh, and I, I don't really split. Ha- I, I'm not really divisive. And I don't really draw many lines on the question of spiritual gifts. You don't really see me do that a whole lot on this channel because most of what I do is I just, you know, this is a news gathering and commentary channel. That's what this is. So uh, in this case, revealing truth to the news gathering and I'm doing the commentary on what they've gathered. But that's what this is. I'm not the debate me, bro type of channel where we're exploring all these theological nuance issues. That's just not what we're about. And, you know, you you should just be able to ask your pastor some of these questions, you know, rather than rely on a YouTuber for them. That's just how I feel about that. So anyway, let's let's uh, press on.
2: Questionable people like a Bill Johnson or like a Joel Osteen, he extends a lot of charity. And this goes back to the macro conversation of, like, what are the essentials of the Christian faith? A lot of you guys don't know. A lot of these discernment channels don't know. Because the essentials of the Christian faith aren't what you and your little camp think they are. The essentials are First Corinthians chapter 15. The essentials are, I would say, the Nicene Creed, right? If you guys aren't familiar with the Nicene Creed, it's one of the earliest creeds. So if we know what the essentials are, then we can have unity on the essentials, and then we could disagree on other things. We could disagree on tongues. We could disagree on...
1: So there's a meme out there that says... uh, It's basically like a theological liberal... You know, someone responding... A theological liberal saying... uh, I affirm the... uh, The Nicene Creed and the seven ecumenical councils. You've never debated someone like me before. And it's just such a cringe argument to, to rely on... The seven ecumenical councils, including the Council of Nicaea, or maybe the six ecumenical councils, but it's such a cringe argument to rely on those because those are yesterday's battles. It's easy to be right on yesterday's battles. It's easy to be right about Adolf Hitler being bad, unless you're Kanye West, apparently. It's easy to be right about those things, but it's much more difficult and much more useful to be right on today's issues. And I don't think today's biggest issue is, you know, speaking in tongues or not. I don't think that's today's biggest issues at all. Uh, Vodi Bacham wrote a whole book about fault lines and, you know, how we have all these old fault lines we thought we had aren't the real fault lines. The real fault lines are who's head of the church, Christ or the state. The real fault lines are... Uh, critical race theory, in the, is it compatible with the gospel or not? The real fault lines are uh, what is a sin and are homosexual desires sinful or not? Those are the real fault lines. And it matters more about whether you're right on these issues than it does whether you say you affirm the Nicene Creed.
2: All, all these are healing, we could disagree on these things if there's unity in the essentials. I think the issue is that so many folks don't know what the essentials are, and so when, you don't, when you're not solid on just the, what are the close-handed doctrines that we are to believe, any anything is, you can elevate anything to an essential, right? And so this is the summary of the Nicene Creed, okay? There's one God who exists in three persons. God the Father is the creator of all things. Jesus, as the Son of God, suffered and died as a fully human being to save others from sin. Jesus rose from the dead and is seated in heaven as the Son of God. I think that, if somebody believes that, I'm in. Those are the essentials, in my opinion. First Corinthians chapter 15 and uh, the, the earliest creed, the Nicene Creed. That's, that's the W. And so if you don't know what the, what the essentials are, like what are the parameters of what being a Christian is, and if you color outside of these parameters, Jesus didn't bodily rise, the divinity of Jesus is false, right? When you color outside of those eyes, then we have to mark you and go, that person's off.
1: But what-, uh, what about the uh, accuracy of Scripture? Uh, what about the miracles in the Old Testament? What about the, the b- belief in the existence of the flood, the virgin birth, which became much, uh, which became a major proxy issue? As I like to call these proxy issues, these are issues that may seem secondary, but they attack a very primary issue. I think Scripture is a primary issue. I think justification through faith is a primary issue. So this, the Nicene Creed is good, but it's not complete. It's not a complete exhaustive uh, look at the essentials of the faith of Christianity. And that's the mistake that Ruslan is making here. It's not complete. It's not sufficient to be a litmus test for whether you are a Christian or not. It's not a sufficient litmus test. Because even someone like Joel Osteen can agree with that and then just add more to it. But he agrees with the core. He's just added more and more and more to it. Or someone who's really legalistic, they agree with that and they've added more and more and more to it. This is a nonsensical approach to fellowshipping and association.
2: When you're getting into secondary and third level issues with people, and again, I don't know what all these people believe, to be fair, but if my buddy calls me up who I have rapport with, and says, hey, can you come do my online virtual event? Of course, I'm going to do it. Of course, I'm going to do it. And even if me and my buddy disagree on some things, of course, I'm going to do it. Because I have a lot of people in my life who I disagree with that I still consider followers of Jesus. And if you don't like that, I think that's a you problem. I don't know anyone who all their friends agree with everything they they believe. And at the very least, like if you're going to make a video, uh, calling me out, at least pronounce my name right. At the very least. Extend me that dignity.
1: I like to think we co- have pronounced your name right. And now, by
2: the way, I'm not backing out from doing this event. I'm not backing out from doing this event. I'm going to do the event. That's an L, There bro. was you pulling up to a Young Earth Conference with guest speaker Ken Ham. Yes, I would pull up to a Young Earth Conference. Absolutely. I would absolutely pull up to a Young Earth Conference. They think, the, you know, they think humans and dinosaurs lived on, at the same time on Earth. Yes. I would still pull up and preach at their event.
1: I wonder if Joel Osteen would... So is he a theistic evolutionist or something? Which, by the way, another proxy issue is theistic evolution. If you honestly want to mix in a pagan creation narrative with a Christian creation narrative, that is undermining the authority and accuracy of scripture. Because you can't make... First of all, neither system really allows theistic evolution. You can't really combine the two and satisfy either of them. You're trying to create a middle ground that Each of the extremes rejects or each of the sides, not really extremes, but you're trying to split the baby and you can't split the baby. That's not how babies work. So that's what theistic evolution is. So I don't know if he's a theistic evolutionist like Tim Keller is, by the way, false teacher and, or whether he's an old earth creationist. I don't know which one, but it's interesting that uh, he uses that example. Would drop out of this. If he knew I made a video of it, that, no, no. So that's a plot twist.
2: Do you guys think Joel Osteen thinks he's partnering with me? That's a plot twist. Do you guys think Joel Osteen thinks he's partnering with me? I think. Would well, you guys think Joel Osteen would drop out if he knew I was on the same thing? The discernment ministry community will always outdiscern each other, and so there'll always be somebody that is more discerning than you, and out outdiscern each other. And then that's how this works, bro. Because they, they can't, they can't collaborate.
1: <laughs> we collaborate all the time. Because gonna have some
2: view that they disagree with. They'll, they'll eventually eat their own. If you're more consumed
1: by being... This is such crap. If you look at the discernment ministries that I've partnered with just personally, because this is a discernment ministry. Evangelical Dark Web is discernment ministry. Uh, We just did a live stream with uh, David Morrill Before Christmas, who's uh, the publisher over at Protestia. They uh, not only... uh, came on but they also do a lot of curating of articles that I write at evangelicaldarkweb.org by the way you should check that out John Harris uh, I had him on we did a history interview there's a lot of collaboration with discernment ministries this guy has a stereotype that's wholly outdated and even the people at Protessia they hang out with more people than just me uh, even John Harris, he hangs more people than just me. And he, he's got it all wrong. He wants to paint a, this is a straw man fallacy. So he wants to talk a lot about the uh, guilty by association fallacy. Which, you know, I, I do agree to some extent is used in discernment. by Discernment Ministries. That's one of the reasons I wanted to create a set of, you know, uh, a fixed set of standards and one of the rules that I made was guilty by association is not enough to declare someone a false teacher. I made that a strict standard that I abide by. And I don't know of anyone... If anyone else, and I mean a person that I've interacted with, a major player in discernment ministry that is huge on doing that. Protestia wrote an article and they itemized these people for being false teachers. They didn't just say this person's a false teacher for being at the event. In fact, they don't even say that about Ruslan. When they wrote the article on Ruslan Katie, they didn't say that Ruslan Katie believes the prosperity gospel because he's doing this event. They're actually trying to call him into account by saying, why are you doing this event? Because this is a pure, this is so obviously a prosperity gospel event. That is the point of this article. That's probably the point of uh revealing truth's message. Why are you fellowshipping with the worthless deeds of darkness instead of exposing them? That is message you're seeing from discernment ministries on this particular issue being known by what you're against and by what you're for i just go that's kind
2: of a problem like it's cute content right red pill we're against modern day women are bad well what are you doing to help fix modern day women nothing because they're bad right the discernment ministry teachers false teachers they're bad and anyone who associate with anyone we deem as a false teacher is bad okay what are you doing to fix it nothing you're making exposed video. Whenever that, whenever the content leads with, we're against said group. We're against said out group. Instead of actually trying to fix anything, and and have well rounded conversations, the the community will usually eat eat their own. Usually, not all the time, but usually, right. And you have some you have some uh, outliers. You have some outliers that'll you know build a massive following
1: and have their little their little tribe. But usually, it'll it'll eat their own. I'm gonna point to an exception here. Uh, James White, I think is. Clearly someone who has a large following even in this own audience. James White is someone who can interact with other people out way outside his camp and not hemorrhage people for it. This guy doesn't give the body of Christ enough credit. Uh, you look at. Because I believe James White is also friends with Michael Brown, which, hey, I might not agree with, but uh, I'm not a huge hater of Michael Brown either, but I just recognize that Michael Brown seems like an apologist for the prosperity gospel at times. Even though he's good on even a lot of good is- even a lot of issues Michael Brown's actually pretty good on, but... He's a prosperity gospel apologist at times. But, you know, uh, James White had Cameron Bertuzzi on. And I think that guy was a total grifter. Didn't hemorrhage his audience for that. So I don't don't know who he's really talking about because he doesn't name names. He's speaking generically just like a lot of people in Big Eva do. I've been naming names throughout this entire video of Discernment Ministries. Uh, but name names so I know who you're talking about, I guess, is uh, what I want to say to Ruslan about the arguments he's making about the sermon ministries. Is he talking specifically about revealing truth, even though he said that he knows very little about them? I don't know.
2: And, um, and I think that's my opinion. That's how I feel about the Red Pill community. From a content standpoint, that's how I feel about most of the discernment ministry stuff from a content standpoint. It doesn't mean there's not some value in there. Of course, there's some value. There's some good things in there in both, all those communities. But I rather, personally, I rather focus on solving problems. I rather focus on platforming other pastors and other creators. I rather focus on how to get more people into churches, even if they aren't perfect churches. Because guess what? There's no such thing that exists like a perfect church. Instead of just strictly being critical. This clip is from our daily after-party stream.
1: All righty. That uh, concludes our video for tonight, or today, I should say, but it is recorded at night. So, my name is Ray, the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Otherwise, check out EvangelicalDarkWeb.org slash join. We also have a Patreon-like system. Uh, It's EvangelicalDarkWeb.org slash join is that system. You can uh, become a paid subscriber and get more content, more added. Uh, There are Also, free articles at EvangelicalDarkWeb.org. There's more articles than videos or podcasts, so check that out as well for extra stuff. Have a blessed day. Let me know what you think about what I think, and I will catch you on the next one.
3: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial
2: plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.